Welcome to Parents Take Five, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, Associate Pastor for Youth, Young Adults, and Families with Young Children at Second Presbyterian Church in Little Rock, and your host. If you have any questions or have ideas, you can find this Facebook group for podcast listeners by searching for Parents Take Five. That's F-I-V-E. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Today we have special guest Cammie Tran with us. Cammie is a licensed professional counselor, registered play therapist, and a national certified counselor. She is a mental health supervisor with Pediatrics Plus Counseling and Diagnostics and provides counseling services to children and families to support emotional growth and wellness. Kami, I'm so glad that you're here to talk with us about something that's really hard for parents. Life is busy and it is hard to always stay in tune and connected with our kiddos. And so I'm glad that you're here to give us some points about how we might be able to better do that. I really think that this is a really good and valuable question because it allows me to shed some light on a lot of other things and kind of what's at the root of connection and attunement. So Probably the best advice that I can ever give to a parent or honestly another human is to remember that all behavior is purposeful and that when a child or even your spouse or your partner or a friend is is distributing what could be called, I guess, like misbehavior, they're reaching out for something. Mm. And most of the time, what we're all reaching out for is connection. And so as a parent, understanding that all behavior is purposeful. And so when your kiddo is poking you or mom, 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 mom. Sounds way too familiar. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, you just want to say, what is it? You know, (laughs) I I like to kind of give this analogy of emotional regulation. And I think it's important that parents and, and we as humans remember that when our little ones, when our children experiencing a big emotion, We are in the water and we're drowning. Mm. And the only thing that we're thinking is, help me. And so we, in that moment, as parents, as adults, we have to stay safe and calm and regulated so that we can pull our little people back on the boat with us Mm. and hold that safety. And in doing that, we connect with them in a way that's biological, in a way that they absolutely need because they need us to sit with them. They need us to to show them that, hey, these big feelings, it's safe to feel these big, scary things. I will feel them with you. And that is the root of connection. Having that moment where somebody sits with you and says, I know that hurts. Mm. I know that hurts. So as parents, what do we need to do to keep ourselves regulated then? So I think that is is recognizing and loving that part of you that can't be regulated all the time. And I feel that pressure and understand that pressure as well. But 
understanding that you are a human and that your emotions are going to sit with you and that things are going to be awakened in you that, that affect the way that you interact with your child, giving yourself the grace and the peace and the compassion. Gosh, the compassion to say, I'm in the water with my child and, and I'm having a hard time. Take some deep breaths. Step outside for a minute. Lock yourself in the bathroom and cry if that's what you need to do because guess what? You're human too. And so what would it be like if instead of having the pressure to always get it right, you just allowed yourself the freedom to know that you're not going to? You know, Ed Tronic did some research on this in the interpersonal neurobiology and, and attachment. And what his research found was in secure-based relationships, so parents who are regulated all the time. I'm doing this with quotation marks, even though you can't see me. <laughs> and, then, and then the insecure-based attachment. So parents, just parents. Only 33% of the time do we get it right on the first try. Wow. You know, that's, that actually gives me a lot of grace, and I love that. <laughs> yes. There's so much freedom in that because most of the time you are going to get it wrong. And it's not so much as the rupture, so where you and your child jumped off the boat together or where you lost your temper or you were short or you accidentally said something that you didn't mean or you didn't tune into your child in the moment. That rupture is never quite as important as the repair that happens afterwards. Mm. So what does the repair look like? So the repair is that moment of reconnection with your child, that moment of saying, I'm so sorry. You know, I was trying to cook dinner and then my phone was ringing and your brother needed me and and I used my angry voice with you and I didn't mean to do that. Mm. Whenever you need me, I want you to know that I'm here. Sometimes, though, mom is a person too and that's not something for you to internalize. We are sending messages to them all the time, even if we're not aware of it. Yeah. So why don't we just put words to it? Why don't we just say, mom had a crummy day. Or you know what? Dad was really busy today, and I'm sorry that I didn't take the time to connect with you. How can we do that tomorrow? Hmm. When you're regulated, when you're feeling safe, can you sit down with your child and just read to them at any age? What is that besides connection? You know, and just sitting down and taking the time to read to your child, to snuggle to your child, to to just connect with them in in whatever age or whatever stage of development, because as much as it feels like they're pushing you away, and I know this happens a lot with teenagers, they're pushing you away is really their hands open of saying, please, please come and engage with me. Please sit with me in whatever I'm experiencing and just love me. Because that's, that's what life is. We're all just searching for connection. We're all just searching to feel a little less alone. Yeah, I, I'll say that um, I know of a situation where um, a child was really struggling and it was suggested that they read um, I'll Love You Forever mm-hmm. book every night mm-hmm. with their child. And mm-hmm. and it was life-changing for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. I mean, truly life-changing. They mm-hmm. had a ritual. It was a thing. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think that there is something to that. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, like I said, if as many tips and skills and things that I could give to people, the the underlying message of everything is that you're going to get it wrong. Give yourself the grace to get it wrong. What happens in the rupture is never as important as what can happen in the repair. And you can do so many things to repair with your child. 
I think there's something really beautiful there that goes along with our faith story as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. about forgiveness and mm-hmm. reconciliation and love um, mm-hmm. about all the things that that Christ teaches us mm-hmm. um, that we are going to mess up and yet getting through it on the other side of what that response looks like mm-hmm. is really where uh, empower looks like. I think mm-hmm. it's beautiful. I also heard something about like some intentional time mm-hmm. with your child, which mm-hmm. might be reading, but it mm-hmm. might be other things. I love kind of giving families homework of carve out 30 minutes of time a week. And so when I say 30 minutes, for some families, it may need to look like, okay, every Wednesday at five, it's our time. Mm. We're being together with each other. And that allows your child, they begin to expect it. They begin to look forward to it. They plan it. Even if they're not bringing that through verbal communication, their bodies are planning it. They're excited about it. It's got to be something that both your child and you are approaching with this openness and this kind of excitement because your child is going to feel that. And so if it feels like a chore, what I want to say is maybe not now. If you are taking your kiddo to soccer lessons and you know that it's always you and your kiddo that are going to soccer, there's your time. Mm. Turn the radio off. Mm. Engage one-on-one. You know, figure out how their day is going. After soccer practice, can you take 15 minutes to go to Sonic and get a milkshake? I love your suggestion of just using that space. Mm-hmm perhaps to and from as your intentional time with mm-hmm. your kid, as opposed to trying to add something right now. Maybe mm-hmm. that's not where you start. Mm-mm. And I think that is good. Yeah. But we're doing so much without even being intentional about it, without even trying to. We're constantly in this dance of rupturing and repairing, rupturing and repairing. So really what we're doing is just trying to model to our kiddos how to do that well. Yes. Because it's going to happen all through their life. Yes. We can't take it away from them. No. And that's why it can be so important. You know, among all these tips, there's also kind of the wisdom of put words to it. When you have a rupture, put words to it. Words have such power and they really have so much power with our little ones. Put words to the good stuff. Just put words all the time. I promise you, it, as, as much as a parent, as sometimes you can feel rejected or that you're doing it wrong or that you've just fundamentally screwed up, I want you to know that your child is always reaching for you and will always be reaching for you, no matter how old they are. Which reminds me of the way our God is. Mm-hmm. Always reaching for us. Mm-hmm. We are never out of God's reach. Mm-hmm. And What a beautiful way to remind us and to remind our children that we are always loved and claimed and we will never be out of God's reach. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter, refocus, and reflect on family and faith. As you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast, reach out. Check out secondpreslr.org for my contact information, or you can find me in the Facebook group. I hope that you'll take five with us again.